This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Joining us again from that Millwall podcast is Alex. Hello, how are you? Hello, guys. I'm all right. Thank you. Yourselves? Yes. Yeah, all good. Thank you. All good. Thank you. Although uh, mindful of the last time that we spoke, we then went and played a particularly poor <laughs> match of football and uh, we were 3-0 down at half time. Um, so hopefully... Joe, it was quite a good day for me, though, wasn't it? I'm sure you loved it. I'm sure you... (laughs) It's not just that. This is the first of the opposition kind of views where we've come back around to somebody who we'd spoken to previously and said, yeah, we're going to win, and then had our asses handed to us on a bloody plate. Never mind, never mind. Yeah, in that that game, Carl Carl thought it was going to be a 2-1 win. Carl's not here. Those two things may be related. Who knows? We shall see. Uh, Justin... Unsurprisingly, I know you'll all be shocked. Sit well, down. One, was it? Went for a one-one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, go figure. Go. Got in bugger all points again. But you, Alex, you did score points for the EFL, which few people have done. Only four teams have scored points, and you were one of them. Yes, it was a bit of a it was a bit of a crushing defeat. We didn't start particularly well. Presented your your uh, your man Bradshaw with some uh, with some chances, and you took it. How was it from your end? How was it from your side of the uh, of the scoreline? Well, you know, it was quite unbelievable, to be honest, because Bradshaw had actually only scored, he'd only scored his first goal of the season in the previous game before that at Bristol City. And he scored the hat trick in that, and he hasn't scored since. Brilliant. Um, well, <laughs> I'm glad we could help him, you know. We're, um, we're quite charitable um, like that. I yeah. mean, it was a really good first half to watch. I mean, I know at the end it was the set pieces that done it. I mean, we're the most prolific team from set pieces in the league. Yeah. I think we've got 16 goals from set pieces. So, yeah, we're so prolific from from that area. And, 
you didn't handle Jake Cooper very well and that allowed space for Bradshaw and he, he was on one of his clinical nights. He was absolutely brilliant that night and um, well, brilliant 33 minutes, a hat-trick inside 33 minutes and I believe also it was his first league hat-trick so you've helped him out well there. Fantastic. We, what, the Watford defence is known to assist, you know, troubled footballers in need. You know, we're like, we're like, <laughs> we're like the Samaritans for mental health, basically. Yeah, no, go, 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 go right ahead. In fact, poor, poor old... Uh, was that Matty Pollock? Uh, Matty Pollock Matty, Matty shocker, Pollock didn't he? was making his league debut. It wasn't a, a great fight, night for him. A no. finer assist you won't see, bless his heart. We haven't, no. we haven't seen much of him since and we hope he comes back from that because that's, that's a horrible thing to start off with. But one of the things that we mentioned when we last spoke, you said the den, we've managed to weaponize it, which yeah. which I thought was a great line because we've always said, and everybody said, yeah, it's a difficult place to go. No, no, no puns or, or anything intended. It is a difficult place to go. It's a, it's, it's an openly hostile atmosphere. Your team seemed to play off of that. How have they been doing for the rest of the season since we played you? I've seen you've got a number of draws. Have, have they, have they carried that on at home and are they still struggling away or how, how is it? Well, we've won once away since since then, uh, which was the final game before the World Cup. We won 4-2 at Preston. We've only had one away game since then. We lost 3-0 at Sunderland. So the uh, the overall plan of trying to improve away from home isn't isn't going to plan as yet. But no, I mean, we've still been strong at home. I don't think we've lost at home, actually, since, since then. We have only lost a few at home and we very, very rarely lose at home. It's so difficult. I mean, we drew with Wigan last time out at home. But it's still very, very, very difficult. And a lot of our points come at home. You know, I think that's going to be the the main thing. It was the same last season. I mean, I think we got, I think we had the third best home record in the league last season behind Bournemouth and Fulham. And I think it's going to be something similar again this year. Very, very, very strong at home. But away from home, we tend to eke out the draws a bit more rather than the wins. But if Watford feel feel like being a bit charitable to us and giving us a nice <laughs> Christmas present, then yes. then I'm sure we can take that for you. Alex, it, how much it, charity do you want in a single season, honestly? Yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, well, you know, dear. well, you do know it's a season of giving. Well, this is true. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. As as we record it, we haven't yet played the 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 Huddersfield game, but so we've only so far had the one game back against Hull City. You've had a couple, haven't you? Because obviously you mentioned yeah. going up to Sunderland and then having another. Have you found the restart? Because it's almost a bit like Operation Restart that went went with us yeah. during the COVID thing. We never got going again after it. Does it feel like a hangover with you guys as well? Because it, it it felt a little bit like that on on Sunday. Nothing was quite going right. Although a complete lack of any midfield probably had something to do with that as well. How have you found it? Well, the first game at Sunderland, we we played quite well in the first half, but struggled in, well, we really struggled after halftime. We see the three goals after halftime, but we came out really quite quite up for it in the first half at Sunderland, but haven't really matched those levels since. The game against Wigan last week was a, was very dull. I mean, it was very, there wasn't much life in it. I know Wigan had a new manager. It was Colo Torre's first game in charge. So they were a bit mm-hmm. more up for it in terms of trying to impress the boss. But no, it, it's, I think you're right in what you say is a bit like Project Restart. A typical thing with Millwall is they never start seasons well anyway. And we didn't start Project Restart all that well. And we didn't start this season all that well, to be honest. I know we won the first game, but other than that, we've, we always seem to, to start 
slowly. And I think mm. this is going to be a little bit of a hangover. I think it's going to take a bit of a while to get back into the flow. But we really, we only missed probably two weeks, if that, because we had a competitive fixture with Bromby. And then we came back a week early, obviously with the Sunderland game, mm-hmm. um, and then played last week. I mean, hopefully by sort of this weekend and then by the time we play Watford, we should be uh, raring to running. go. I mean, I have to say, of all of the games that we've played, I think I think you've had a little bit the same as us. We, we seem to be struggling against those teams, not disrespectfully, but towards the lower end. You know, we've just played Hull and we, we expected to turn up and do something. We played Bristol City, both games nil-nil. We didn't really kind of get going at all. So that that's, I think it, it's a catching disease. But when we played you and we played Blackpool, of the two teams that we've played, who've absolutely handed our asses to us on a plate, it's been that. Even when we lost 3-2 to QPR, at least it was a good game of football it was kind of you know 3-2 and it was close whereas when we played you it absolutely went against us and you mentioned Jake Cooper there who is I mean he must be now a bit of a Millwall legend I mean I know we've been linked with him on a couple of occasions but let's be honest we've been linked with bloody everybody in our time yeah uh, that's not just players you've been linked with either no it's managers um, as well yes <laughs> quite right yeah <laughs> um, yeah well I mean Coops is Coop actually he's probably one of the longer standing members of this team now him, Sean Hutchinson, two of the probably the longest serving players now at Millwall. Um, but Coots is a legend, you know, and although he might not be brandished with that tag, I think everyone knows what he offers to the team. They know how good he is. They know what an important part of the team he is. Obviously, he's the vice captain as well now, so he inherited that at the start of this season. Pierce left and Sean Hutchinson become the captain. He's a threat in both boxes. You know, he's great defensively, mm-hmm. but he's also very, very useful, shall we say, in the opposition box, in set pieces. You know, I go back to our game at Sunderland, which was live on Sky Sports, and they focused on him quite a lot. All the first balls that come into the box, always won by Cooper. And he takes two defenders because of his height, because of his mm. physical ability. He will take two two defenders. You know, and that then leaves someone free to um, to attack the ball or take the chance. But you mentioned there about playing teams towards the bottom of the table. We ourselves haven't had great joy against those teams. I mean, I'm looking at the table now. We lost at Huddersfield, did beat Blackpool, Wigan we drew, Hull we drew, Cardiff we beat, Stoke we beat, Rotherham we drew and West Brom we beat. So again, I mean, that's only what three wins from those teams. So it's... It's a championship. It's a difficult old league, isn't it? That's where it is. There are no easy games. If you count when we played Wigan and Hull, they both had new managers come in for that game and Rotherham as well. All three of those had new managers in, especially or their first games were against those. So you can see that since since that and the teams that that are in that position, it's very difficult because... No game is easy. I mean, even when we played Huddersfield, if people say are toothless up front, right? Or albeit they beat us through an absolute crazy goal. I think they've scored one goal in open play since the manager's been there and that came against us. How ironic is that? <laughs> you talk about Watford being charitable. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, We're back to that but, Samaritans moment again, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. But it's very difficult. It's so hard to predict. There, there is no easy game, regardless of where you are, which team you're going to play. It's so difficult. So that leads us to, to sort of sort of two questions here. From what you've seen so far, who has been the best opponent that Millwall faced, and who have been the the worst? And you can include us because let's face it, we were fucking awful at your place. But, but, but um, who, who, who would you say is is strong? Who would you say is weak? I'm going to tie it actually between the two because I, I say there's two best teams. 
we've faced and they sit first and second. That's Burnley and Sheffield United. Burnley were terrific. We had no chance going there. I mean, we held them out for quite a while, but they're a very good team. Um, I think company's got them very well drilled. And you can see, look, they've lost just two games all season. I think they were the best team we've played. Sheffield United were were quite good as well, but they've got some talent there, haven't they? You know, they've got, you know, the likes of that, uh, is it Ndai? Ndai? Yeah, um, Ndai, yeah. Terrific play. You know, they've got a lot of players there who could easily take them back up to the Premier League. And they've still got quite a few of the squad who are in the Premier League as well, haven't they? So, mm-hmm. no, I think those two have been the best. The worst that we have played... Blackpool were quite poor. Uh, we <laughs> they, they did us 3-1. <laughs> they did. We played Blackpool. Took us apart. <laughs> I have to say, they were quite poor. West Brom were poor, but they've changed, obviously. Yeah. have changed managers since then, but they were but they were poor when we played them. And even Watford on the night were poor as well. Mm. But, oh, yeah. again, you were in the process of changing a manager, wouldn't you? So, But even still, I think those, those three, probably the poorest games that we've had or well, the poorest opponents that have turned up on the night us. yeah it's it's so difficult because we're it's judged over a season you know you can have such a poor night one night and be brilliant the next night and that's where it can all change I mean that's what we will are like brilliant mm. at home but, but, but poor away so it'd be interesting to see the performance we chalk up when we go to to Watford I often think that Boxing Day games are a, a, a bit of a kind of a misnomer. You you always think, hang on, how much of uh, the season did these people, that, you know, the festive season, did these people enjoy yesterday? Are they actually rested? Are they fit to go? I don't think I've ever seen a good Boxing Day match. I can't think of any that I've ever really enjoyed. Oh, go oh, on. I'll take, I'll, I'll take issue with that. Go on. I went... I- Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I went away to Watford versus Leicester in 94, and it was a four-all draw. And, and and either nobody was on the source or everybody was <laughs> right, on the okay. source because it yeah. was a four-all draw. Yeah. Was, oh, no, no, yeah, I've seen, seen a few good balls. Fulham, Fulham 5-0 away, wasn't it, I think, under Graham Taylor? And I've seen uh, us lose to Tottenham away, and I've seen us lose to Wolves at home. I always think Boxing Day matches are a bit crap, so I'm hoping that we can Where actually... Where did we go? We went to South End, I think, on a Boxing Day. We won 4-0. But generally, I don't think we have a great record on Boxing Day. Generally, we, there's a we nil, had nil draw coming. <laughs> we had you guys back in 2014 because we yeah, were wearing our, our exactly our black and white kit because it was the hundred year anniversary, obviously, of the uh, 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 of World War One. So you you wore yellow, which just felt really strange to put in the. Uh, it just it was just all very surreal. So there was there was a kind of a good one for us, but obviously not that, you. 
That, in fact, was Steve Lomas's last game in charge. That 4-0 mm-hmm. defeat was the end of him. And then that couple of weeks later, we then appointed Ian Holloway. And, well, and just look how good that went. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, no, no, Ian Holloway is like Sunderland in that nothing good can come from going there. I think that's that's what I say no. anyway. No. So one one more question for you, sir. The transfer window is coming. You you can pick any single player from the championship that you want to take and put him in. So you could be, you could be identifying a weakness in the Millwall team and going, so I want him to go in there. Or you could just go, I want to take that player. He's really good. Who would be your pick of a player from a championship squad that you could just go in and half hitch over Christmas? You know, if he's on form and he's happy, Ishmael Asar. I think we'd do the same. I think we'd do the same. If he was on form and happy, we'd have him. Mm. But he doesn't if seem to be. he was on form. <laughs> but he never seems to be. i one thing. I've seen him at, I mean, I saw him at the World Cup and he looked quite good at the World Cup in some stages. And he could have given England some more problems if he was uh, feeling a bit more confident or feeling a bit more at it. I remember him in the, the last championship season for Watford mm-hmm. and he was quite, quite good in that season. I think I remember he beat us at Vicarage Road. We did. We got promoted. He, got yeah. the, he, he won the penalty and scored the penalty that got us promoted yeah. as a result. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he had a good day that day. And I remember thinking, yeah, this is a player here who they've done well to keep hold of. But I know he struggles in the Premier League, doesn't he? You know, he's a bit like um, these classic players that, you know, that go up to the Premier League and can never do it. Well, I think, oh. I th- I think he struggles in uh, the Championship as well. I, I think he's one of these players that just, I don't know if it's application, whether it's a mental thing or what it is, but he, like, like we've described him many times, he's a player of moments. So he'll have some devastating moments in the match where you just go, oh my God, mm. that was fantastic. And then there are other games where you go, please take this player off. He's a luxury player. We need someone who can actually work to come on the pitch. So I don't, I don't know whether it was necessarily the Premier League that was his problem because he did he had moments in the Premier League as well where you thought oh my god he's unplayable and then uh, you know other weeks you're like ugh what you I mean, that's, he just that's, couldn't hack it on a Tuesday night at the Den. Well, yeah, none of our players <laughs> <Who can>? did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, players that list is long and quite distinguished, in fairness. Yeah. No, he's, he's one of those players who looks fantastic on a showreel or on a highlights package or on match of the day when they're only showing you the best five minutes, you know, because mm. he, he looks like he'll do something every single game, but he does, and then, and then he kind of doesn't necessarily give us enough of that and some some will say we're, we're we're greedy and we've we've got a player who's probably far too good for us. They probably have a point, but there we go, there we go. So we need to come to where the rubber hits the road. Your your EFL colleagues, I'm afraid, Alex. Other than Rotherham, Sunderland, and Hull, they've all let you down. They've all absolutely been rubbish. And don't worry, when we get around to them, we should be chastising them accordingly. But you, sir, you got yourself a point, which was good because you predicted the win, even though the scoreline was wrong. You got the point for the win, which was good. So. The way the league table sits at the moment is Justin is still atop of it with 12 points. Carl is sitting on 10 points just above the EFL, who got two points last week because Hull won two points. Otherwise, you could have been cut adrift, but it's on nine points. So you're still going first. Sir. Then we would go to Carl. But where's Carl? Carl's not here. So Justin, finally, here. you get a chance to go before Carl. I do, so, yeah. Alex, now, hold what on do you, a minute. What do you I wonder think? where Carl is. You see, well, is he just like running away well, and, and hiding from me because he gave it the large let, saying, What we're going to win? Let me tell and you. He's sat in the stand. Let me tell you it. that our post match space that we held after the game, he came on it and we said, um, Are you still getting back from Millwall? Bearing in mind, Millwall to where he lives is quite a long way away. He was home mm. by the time um, <laughs> we were doing the Twitter space. So uh, he left very, very early that game. So it might be that he is hiding. 
hiding a little bit. We, we're not sure. Are you going to call his score, Peter, or are we going to get his another uh, No, I think, I think we're going to get him. I think we're going to have to get an audio recording, and I think we're going to have to investigate whether or not he is indeed hiding from Alex, and I think we should get him to offer an apology if he is. And right. if he is, we'll insert <laughs> it right here. Right, okay. In which case, so so how has, has Alex given his score? No, oh, no, oh. We, need, we need Alex's oh, no. first. Then we'll, In that case, we won't add it here. We'll add it later. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Alex, sir, what do you... What do you think the score is going to be come Boxing Day? Right. Well, hmm, difficult one. We've never had a great record at Watford. Never had a great record there at all. Away form, not great. I, I, But I think we can get a draw. So I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. I've got a feeling, I've got a feeling we can nick a point. Right, sir. So come on then, Justin. For once, you can get ahead of Carl in this well, game. Yeah, but the 1-1's gone, isn't it? So I know. Of course it has. So you've so, got to think about it. Everybody, so... Let's, we're now on the second round of, of, of fixtures here. People know what you do. That you found basically out. sit there, yeah. you moan, you complain, you yeah. talk about Boxing Day, you know, problems, yeah. and then you say one one. You're banged to rights, mate. What I, are you um, going for? <laughs> banged to rights. Well, I don't like Boxing Day games. But I still think that we're going to have. <laughs> I, I just think it's a bit of a curse, Peter. I've been to too many and seen terrible results. Uh, Spurs is another one that comes to mind in recent years that was just an, an absolute waste of time. I think okay. I think this free signing uh, that we've got this back, it's this back will he be playing did we think because uh, midfield is still looking sparse at the at the time of recording. I, I, I don't know. I think I think it's going to be a, a nil-nil. I think it's going to be a nil-nil draw. I can't see where the goals are coming from at the moment to be honest with you. I know that's a really depressing thought that we all Turn up at Vicarage Road the day after Christmas Day, slightly hungover, slightly the worst. Freezing we're, cold. Freezing cold, yeah. Ooh. And we and we don't watch any goals. Please God, this doesn't happen. But I'm going to go for nil-nil again. Nil-nil. So we've had two nil-nils, and you've, you've I predicted, predicted two further second, nil-nils. Yes, your I know. second <laughs> I know. prediction of nil-nil. Yeah, I know. So, it's great, isn't my it? My God. Hey, can you imagine? <laughs> we had four nil-nils on the bounce. Nil-nil. I predicted nil-nil against in our next game against Huddersfield as well. So just, I don't think I've ever done that. We had uh, we we can say this because this will go out after the Huddersfield. Thing. We went on and the Huddersfield guy, lovely fellow, we were talking to him. He he was doing like a double shift and it was the break for him. So he went, oh no, this is great, lovely fellow, t- terrific. And he went, no, no, we're going to get stuffed two one. And then Carl, Carl goes, oh, we'll, we'll be lucky if we draw one one. He goes nil nil. It was like it really was. It was like you know, do you, do, you, do you need to go home and talk to somebody about all of this? It's like you know, it's more depressing than anybody else. Everybody trying to convince the, each other that no, we're worse than you. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> such, such is the championship. It looks like at, at the time of recording that Slavin Bilic will still be the Watford manager. Well, because I remember us having this conversation last time. Well, do we think Slavin Bilic will be there? I and uh, it yeah. looks like he might still be there. Yeah, I think he's yes. going to be there to the end of the season unless something drastic happens. So, so as we speak, we have been joined by a somewhat tardy Carlos. We, uh, Carlos is here. We need to know, Carl, have you been hiding away? Because Alex has been wondering whether or not, having ventured down to the den, you may have been cowering in a corner. Is this the case? Yeah, I mean, who wants to talk to a Millwall fan after they've smashed you 3-0? I mean, I, I certainly don't. So, uh, Also, my inability to read WhatsApp messages um, has led me to this situation. <laughs> well done, Excuses, mate. excuses. Well done. Yeah, always, well done. always. We haven't got a motto, but if we knew what excuses, excuses was in Latin, that would be it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Carl, 
what what were your what were your memories of visiting down to the den? I think Alex does need oh. to know, and I think he's entitled to it. Yeah, it was cold. I remember that. Oh, what's his name? Pollock had uh, a fifty p shaped head, which allowed Bradshaw in. He hasn't played for the club since, so that that says all you need to know about that. Yeah, just in general, uh, it was an absolute shit show, uh, and I'm quite quite glad that I haven't got to go there again this season. Do you know, Carl, I can improve your mood just slightly. Go on, please. Bradshaw's not scored since that game. Uh, <laughs> well, there we are. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. There's Watford summed up in one big dog turd. <laughs> He's not scored. He's not scored a goal since that game. Oh, brilliant. He, do you know what? I, I thought he was brilliant. I thought he, he was excellent that day. I mean, Matty yeah. Pollock, as I've just explained, was fucking useless. But honestly, anything that could have gone wrong that night went wrong. It was just one of those one of those games. Wasn't that the night after that night we had a bit of a rant, didn't we, saying if you play like that against Luton on Sunday, we are not going yeah. to be very forgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It, it was, was it wasn't was. it? And then we went and smashed them 4-0. So 4-0. Yeah. We yeah. did the lads did give us a reaction in fairness when it was needed most. So in some ways, Alex, we need to say thank you. Yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> no, you're welcome. <laughs> we we did uh, I did listen into the the podcast because you also hold a Twitter spaces, don't you? On on um, we do, yeah. on, on that and I listened into the um I listened into that and some of your guys that kind of quoted, oh well we just listened to them and they did say fair play to Millwall, they did play us off the park because it wasn't just us being awful. You've got to go and turn up and do it. And I think you did on that night. I think we do make it kind of, uh, uh, we do kind of go after you a little bit, but uh, no, you did turf up and you did play well. So, Carlos, you've missed out on your opportunity to get in the proper position for your prediction. Please tell me one one all hasn't gone. No, one all's gone, Unfortunately, unfortunately, (laughs) one all has been claimed, but fortunately by Alex, to to great delights. Stop work, uh, and uh, and Justin has uh, has picked up on his uh, his newfound optimism by going. Oh well, in that case, I'll go nil nil. So we come okay. to you. We come to yep. you, Millwall Boxing Day at the Vic. Yep. We know yep. that the uh, the den is a quote unquote Alex been weaponized. Not quite so hot away from home. What's your prediction? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full hog here. I'm gonna say we're gonna pay back the favour that you gave us, and I'm gonna say Watford free. Millwall nil. Oh, this is fighting absolutely are you, nothing. Are you on the, the Baileys already? There, I mean, come on, seriously, <laughs> seriously. Well, He's got to be I'm, on the Baileys, isn't he? He's got. To I'm going to. I'm going to volunteer this, Alex. Should uh, Should Millwall manage to win? I think we should. I think we should have a gentleman's bet here. Should Millwall win at the Vicarage Road? I think we should have Carlos ring the that's that Millwall podcast Twitter spaces <laughs> and offer his hearty congratulations. Do you agree, sir? Absolutely. Brilliant. Excellent. I, 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 I would be honoured. I would be honoured to ring in. And, you, you're already. Uh, um, you're already. You're already like loathed by the most of the north of the country. Do you really want to spread that to South London as well, Carl? No, I, I get on with Millwall. I like Millwall. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> I mean, not many do. That's all good. We've got. We've got Carlos having to go on apologetically on Boxing Day to the That Millwall podcast Twitter spaces and say, I'm very sorry, Alex. You were right. There we go. Wow. There we go. I look forward to it. I yeah. look forward to it. Thank you very much for joining us, Alex. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you once again. You're more than welcome, guys. It's been a privilege. I've absolutely loved it. Marvellous. And hopefully That's... if we do find ourselves in the same division... Next season, we can do this all over again. As, as things stand, Absolutely. I think that's fairly likely. But um... and, and we look for, and we look forward to at the very worst case scenario on Boxing Day. Whilst Justin hates Boxing Day, 
if it does go all tits up, we can at least all listen in to that Millwall podcast <laughs> and listen to Carl be very trite and apologetic to Alex. That'd be great. I, yeah. might, I might all phone up if we beat you, Alex. So either way, <laughs> I might just phone Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Alex. Uh, we'll catch up with you very, very soon. See you guys. Cheers. Lovely stuff. Man, Alex. Brilliant. Cheers. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.